0: i 've always thought of myself as a leader, but i don 't necessarily think I have uh, stepped into that particular uh, seat right. um, as I should um, so it's it 's like, hey, you know I, I feel like I can lead, but i 've also felt like I can lead from the background rather yes. than being in front um and and what I'm understanding is that there there has to be uh there has to be a balance right um because I feel like you you can't always lead from the background there are some times where God has pulled you to the front for you to understand how to walk in that particular uh capacity in that particular moment it doesn't mean you're gonna always stay there but there is a there is a uh, there's a reason for you to be in certain situations at certain times.
1: You are listening to Naked and Exposed, the podcast season three, where we discover the power behind our voice, own our stories, and make it look good. I'm your host, Janae. What is up you guys? Welcome back to this episode of the podcast and I have a special special guest with me today. You are familiar with him from season two of the podcast and he did return for season three of the showcase which happened on july i keep wanting to say july 20th but july 20th was the last year um july 18th of this year we have reggie woo woo. Woo woo. Hey. <laughs> this time different because we have our own mics so <laughs> reggie can like cut me off if i get to talking too much
0: <laughs> never that never that not at all <laughs>
1: So good, so good. So, Reggie, I'm just so grateful that you are here on today, that you are um, really a part of my community and that you are allowing your voice to be heard, dude. Like, your voice is needed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I'll be honest with you, um, I'm extremely appreciative of you because... um, even from last year, going from just playing drums to actually singing, um, that's allowed me to just kind of even step into something that I knew God had given me before. But I don't think right. I had been as open about stepping into that realm of singing and really just leading worship and stuff like that. So I'm appreciative of you for even giving me the opportunity last year. And it's yeah. just kind of moved forward into this year. And I'm, I'm just ex- extremely grateful for that.
1: Amen. Yeah, because you've been leading at church a lot more, um, leading amazing songs. But like, how has this process been for you? Just just with your voice, Um, because I know you play the drums. But have you like was singing always a part of the equation like growing up?
0: Yeah. So singing actually was what I did first um, growing up my aunts, uh, quite a few of my aunts could like really, really sing. So I grew up watching them leave songs in choir and during worship and stuff like that. Um, And then growing up uh, in elementary school, I started you know, getting into choir and chorus and stuff like that. So that was actually the first foundation as far as music wow. um, for me. So it, it was interesting being able to go from just strictly singing to then uh, learning an instrument. And then the instrument kind of took over um, for a period of time and until college kind of went back to singing with the gospel choir. Um, but now I am... Um, all for doing what God wants me to do as far as vocally and also uh, instrumentation-wise as well.
1: Right. That, there's something, it's funny that, you know, you say gospel choir, just choir, because I, that was not my story. I just didn't go that route. And I'm almost thinking like, yo, if I would have gone that route, like, could I sing, you know?
0: Uh, oh. hey. <laughs> Listen, janet you it's can like, hold a note, though. I mean, like, <laughs> chill out. <laughs>
1: definitely to sing one day but this isn't about me dude like this is definitely about you and you just really stepping into your voice and I, when I say stepping into your voice um let me be very clear uh, because you know hearing what just your story and of what you share like your voice has always been a thing but have you always been confident about your sound
0: wow man so <laughs> it's um It's interesting because I felt like growing up, I always had a really good voice, um, but never to the point that I felt like um, I appreciate it or even other people appreciated it as well also. Um, I mean, obviously, in any particular thing that you do, there's always going to be one person or many people that's better, without a doubt. Um, But I always thought there was something unique about it, Um, and it really wasn't until I got to Legacy... Where I got to the point where I was like, "Hey, my voice is my own, and it's uh, it's unique in its own in its own sense and in its own way." So uh, it's almost just like you know, "Hey, God has given me this voice for a reason." So. Hey, use it. You know, it doesn't doesn't matter if you sing it like they sing it on the song or if you lead it like, you know, the the next greatest gospel uh, artist, like there's something in your own uh, presentation that's going to bring healing and uh, just inspiration.
1: Listen, let me mute my, uh, cause people are texting my phone. I guess they don't, they didn't get the memo in the spirit that they I am, know. uh, <laughs> recording, <laughs> but I think that's very interesting. And I, and I, it's so cool. Like when I kind of sit down with, with you guys and just, just allow the Holy spirit to move the conversation. And I'm um, even mm. with recording with Jaquan, if you guys listen to that episode and just listening to friendship, I just think, um, for me, Um, you guys who are listening, like, it's just cool for you guys to see this dynamic of friendship playing out in in different levels. And no, this is not about friendship, but just wanting you guys to kind of see the themes and the consistency of what God is doing um, and wants to do in our lives in regards to showing up. Like we have to show up in community. And it it was Reggie coming to Legacy and being planted in a house that saw him more than his voice, more than his musical capabilities to be able to cultivate the person within him so that he could emerge with the uniqueness that has set him apart this whole time and and we it's interesting Reggie because I think sometimes for me like my uniqueness growing up I didn't see as unique yeah. it almost was like oh my gosh like I'm standing out like oh my gosh like people yeah. think I'm weird like um and it's it's just interesting how what we how, what we see as weird or what people kind of condemn or make fun of is really the one thing that God is using or wants yeah. to use once we become healed so um, true to change the world you know um and i i guess for like what has this process of showing up with your voice like looked like for you
0: um literally it's it's literally just kind of allowed me to one, see myself for who God sees me as. Um, and it's like, you know, everybody has a something different to bring to the table, right? So right. Um, in order for us to uh, bring that with confidence, in order for us to truly walk in that calling that God has given us, we got to know us, right? And it really just boils down to that identity thing. So um, even in something as simple as being uh, singing or um you know, walking in leadership and whatever um, areas of uh, leadership that you're walking in that particular moment, like you have to first know who you are because you can't, you can't do anything uh, the way that God intended unless you are securing yourself, right? right. And you're securing your relationship with God um, in just in general. So um, the biggest thing for me, it's literally allowed for me to see who I am in God's eyes and then walk in that.
1: Sorry, I'm over here taking notes, uh, <laughs> trying to be a better listener, as you guys heard on the previous episodes. And I know that with listening comes taking notes and just asking questions. Well, then, Reggie, I, just for you, like what, um, like, who are you? Like, if you were to get asked that question, like, who is Reggie Pate?
0: Mm. So Reginald Pate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't get a whole government name. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh. Reggie Pate, I would I would say that I am I am a believer. I am a confident man of God. I am a leader. I am an artist Um, and I'm a teacher uh, in in so many different ways. than what I just saw myself as before, right. right? So, you know, if you don't know, my occupation is actually <laughs> a, a teacher. So as an, as an educator, you kind of get to this point where it's like, hey, this is the only realm that I'm uh, going to stick to. But as you begin to really understand who you are as a person and the other, you know, the gifts that God has given you, you begin to understand that that gift that he gave you was for so much more than just that one particular realm. So um, that's one thing as well. That's literally uh, just kind of been outbursting uh, over these past two or three years and just like understanding that, hey, man, you know, God's given you this for more than just a classroom. Like
1: or just a classroom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's so much more than that.
1: More than just a classroom, and and I think there's there's something very powerful there because often we identify by what we do and mm-hmm. don't break past the surface and get into who we are. So we identify by our function, and 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 the truth is our function ends end up lock ends up locking us into spaces and places that God has like He's like, yo, I've been I've been yeah. asking you to to leave, like what, yeah, like and I have, you know, I have shared this and this is kind of just the testimony around even getting to where I am today because I identified as a designer. That's all, that's all I was. That's, that's, that's what people knew me as. Um, and I think it's interesting because just depending on where we are in life and depending on where people were, when you were in your process, because sometimes we outgrow people or mm-hmm. we move away from people. So they don't really get to see the evolution just depending on who we talk to. They know us for the different functions. Um, Which is sometimes hard because they don't really, that friendship doesn't allow us to uh, become or express the fullness of who we are once we realize, like, I am only who I am because of God. And I think it's very powerful that you're able to recognize that you are so much more than what society has called a teacher to be. Oh, yeah. Um, Because teaching, like, can you explain just how different ways in which teaching has manifested in your life, like beyond the classroom?
0: Yeah, so teaching for me, um, even within the classroom, but for me, teaching is a form of mentorship, um and i have been extremely high on being able to mentor not only young people of course but i mean in any capacity that i'm in i want to be able to at least give what i have uh or give what god's given me to others right so um of course that that comes off in um dealing with youth that also comes off with um dealing with men in the particular um capacity that i have right now at the church um I am the the leader of the men's ministry. So, um, while I, I may not be the main person that teaches, uh, it's taking the idea of, Hey, what can I do? What can I implement in our ministry so that men can grow? Right. So it's not always all the time you physically being the person in front, but right. it's also you setting up particular activities, you setting up systems so that the people that you encounter or you have influence over, uh, Grows more than they were prior to.
1: Listen, that is so interesting um, because, I, and I don't, and you, you might have to help me, like, I don't know if this is a biblical con. Uh, Context, but I have read the book by Simon Sinek where it's like leaders eat last, Mm -hmm. and it's this this record. And I right now do not know why I'm like totally blanking of what this could be referenced (laughs) to in the Bible, but it's this reality, you guys, that we like. Once you become healed and whole and or and when I say healed and whole it's not this idea that we are going to be perfect like we will never be perfect mm-hmm. on this side of heaven but it's this notion that as we are becoming more and more like christ that we Start to recognize that we can do certain stuff and we can make certain sacrifices because it's yeah. God's strength within us that gives us the capability to do it. So and it's true. like sometimes within our leadership uh, styles, or even you know, you're like, wait a minute, Janae, I'm I don't think I'm a leader. Guess what? You are called to be a leader in some capacity of Indeed. your life, and it may not be on a stage or in this case, it may not be in a classroom, but it could be with whatever occupation or whatever field you're in. Like you are called to do that thing with excellence and be the example and we get that from christ and holy spirit you're gonna have to help me because i had a point but you just taking <laughs> this in a whole another <laughs> direction and i and i guess maybe the whole point that i'm supposed to land on and, and kind of abort whatever i was about to say is just leadership like mm-hmm. leadership like reggie has a like have you have you always considered yourself a leader let's start there
0: i actually have um but to be able to, um, I don't necessarily have the word at the moment, but <laughs> um, hopefully it'll come to me in a second. But I've always thought of myself as a leader, but I don't necessarily think I have uh, stepped into that particular uh, seat right? Um, as I should. Um, so it's, it's like, hey, you know, I, I feel like I can lead, but I've also felt like I can lead from the background rather yes. than being in front. Um, and, and what I'm understanding is that there, there has to be, uh, there has to be a balance, right? Um, because I feel like you, you can't always lead from the background. There are some times where God has pulled you to the front for you to understand how to walk in that particular, uh, capacity in that particular moment. It doesn't mean you're going to always stay there, but there is a there is a uh, there's a reason for you to be in certain situations at certain times. So, right. um I, I definitely feel like I've always been a leader, um but I have taken the back seat at times, at times. because of um I mean, lack of a better word in this particular instance, for lack of uh, just because of fear, not assuming not assuming that I could do the job that God called me to in that moment. Right. So instead of um, instead of literally stepping into it, I've said, hey, I can't do this. But even in that. That was because I couldn't do it in my own strength, come on, right, so it's just like, hey, I had to get past the point in the idea of me doing this within my own uh my own capacity or my own strength and understand that hey you're not doing this with you, you're doing with this with God, so stepping into those doors now is a little easier because I understand I'm not doing it on my own,
1: right, and that took. That took processing and that took growth and, uh, and trying to go back to my point. Now, Lord, let me go back to this point now, OK, because <laughs> you, you brought it back. <laughs> but the whole point is saying like leaders eat last is this reality that it's not really about us. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really about us. Like it's about us in the sense of being the vessels to advance God's kingdom. That's and it. Sometimes that looks like sacrifice. Sometimes that looks like going into a room and saying nothing at all, but your presence speaks louder than anything you could ever speak. Yeah. And I would say like, I think for me, um, if I can be transparent and honest, um, even when it pertains to my voice, I don't think I realized I had a voice until college. Um, mm-hmm. And even my senior year of college, as I sat on SGA and and being having the opportunity to be the first African-American vice president of uh, female within that role, I didn't even realize then how much of a how much my voice could break or yeah. build. Um And I think that there is something there with the voice and with leadership and with sacrificing and sometimes leading from the background. And there was a very pivotal moment within my collegiate career and even within my voice that even the Lord is bringing to me now. And maybe you couldn't relate to this, but I remember going into this meeting and it was a lot of civil unrest on the campus. Like this is back when Trump was like, you know, first started running for office. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I don't know how people feel about Trump or And I truly but I do believe the Bible where it says that every person who's in authority was put there by God. So whether we agree with Trump or not, like he he's there for a reason, even if it's just to expose what can no longer be hidden. By all means, like we got to face, you know, the junk that is starting to be revealed within America. And I don't count it a coincidence that this is this this, the 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 era of the mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that being said, I remember being in this meeting and keep in mind, like I'm. Not I'm, I was probably like one of three, four other African-Americans, room full of, you know, majority um, and different nationalities, but definitely a majority were white. And one of the individuals was really trying. I don't know what his intent was, but it, it was malicious. Mm-hmm. And he came into the meeting recording. So he was secretly recording like the conversation. This was a whole bunch of administration. And I remember he said something so racist. And at the time, Reggie, I'm T T G. Um, <laughs> listeners, you guys know what that means. Like I was trained to go. Like I wasn't really I was learning how to surrender and submit to Christ. Like it was yeah. all new to me. All I knew was attack like that that was that was all I knew and as he went and everybody in the room knew that but I, I you know there was still growth in the process but this is how good God is um in a moment and it has been an instrumental lesson for me but he said something and you could see the dis- like you could see the bubbling about mm-hmm. to come forth and I was sitting on the side with like the administrators like chancellors like vice chancellors right. and one of the so like chancellors reached his arm across me and was like hold on wait a minute like don't say any like when you like when he said it it's like everybody like all the administration knew to look at me <laughs> and to get me to like they were like hold on um yeah. and they were like they were like hold on because they were like they, we, they were like we want you to see what's about to happen when you like and before I, and I'm getting like, emo, I don't even know why I'm getting emotional, but I think this just speaks to just the power of God or just the power of community, just the pa- importance that of not doing this alone. Like, I think we're yeah. becau- we better because of the community, like going back to you talking about how you started to see this revelation, what's coming to legacy, but that is because our pastors have done an amazing job at cultivating community oh, yeah. and the importance of it. But I remember they like one of them grabbed me and was like, just wait, like, wait, like all of them were like, just wait. And everybody in the room, and I'm talking majority, like the white people, started to speak on my behalf. And I did not even have to say anything that yeah. they said everything that I was going to say. Wow. And I just sat there and I and it was like now, you know, thinking about it. And just where I am in life, like God is showing me, like, even in my leadership, like, even though he's given me this voice and he wants me to use it for his kingdom, that sometimes leadership is saying nothing at all and allowing the people that you are with and that you are around that, who, that too have leadership capabilities and that too have a voice to speak. So
0: good. So and good.
1: sometimes they will speak on your behalf and yeah. there's nothing that you need to say, um, and you just just hearing you like it kind of just it just brought back that moment. Like it just I really feel like I'm in the room right now and kind of yeah. just because it's a humbling moment. Um,
0: Indeed. Indeed. And I think also like um, I know I've I've run into uh, quite a few uh, situations where people have falsely accused. Um wow. And it was almost as if like, uh, you know, of course, whenever, whenever people accuse you of something that is not true, the first thing you want to do is defend yourself. Come right. On. Because it's just like, man, you know, you're not going to talk about me like that. You don't even know <laughs> me. Like, first of all, you know what I'm saying? So like immediately the first thing that you want to do is you want to defend yourself. Um, right. And in those I mean, obviously, you know, you grow and you learn, right? So uh, I'm not even gonna not even gonna lie and say that all of the times I did not, Listen, right? No, I have but failed. Okay? As yeah, <laughs> come on now. Uh, but um, as as you grow and learn, you'll begin to understand. And this, once again, this kind of goes all the way back to the beginning of understanding and truly knowing who you are, right? Uh, to the point of there's no need for me to defend myself because. I know who I am, right? So, um, and your character should speak for you, just like you were saying a second ago, with others around you being able to speak to you uh, and speak for you, it was almost as if like, Reggie, there's no need for you to respond. Like your character speaks for itself, the way you carry yourself, the way you go about how you deal with people, how you deal with this and that, it will speak for itself. So there'll, there'll there'll come a time where it's just like, hey man, like, you can say what you want and it's almost as just it goes back to the idea of Jesus like why why would we assume that we can just walk through this life without anybody coming against us right i wow. mean let's be honest <laughs> come on they came against Jesus on the daily come on on the daily so it's just like
1: daily at
0: one point at what point in time will you just be like hey you got it because god got me cuz and leave it at that <laughs>
1: Listen, mic drop, like we could, <laughs> we could end the podcast here. Um, But I think that I, you know, I, I'm just so grateful for God, you guys. And I like, at the end of the day, like, you know, God gives me these visions and these ideas, but it's, I don't really ever see the fullness of it until I'm like in it, until I'm like yeah. walking in it. Like, even with this podcast episode, it's like, okay, God, we're going to talk about, you know, the power of a voice. But the yeah. truth is, I really think God wants us to just, just, Sit on this fact that God is the judge, like mm-hmm. God is the the vindicator, like God is the the God yeah. is the true voice, um, yeah. and we just happen to be a reflection and created in His image and likeness. We just happen to be manifestations of Him. Like we are, we are, we are like. So good. We, yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong, you guys. Now, don't pervert this. Like, I'm not saying we are God. We are not God. We are God's children. We are created beings. God is the only thing that is not created. Because why? Because he created us. Mm-hmm. But we are expressions of him. Like, we are expressions of him. Like, God put us here on this earth to express who he is. And unfortunately, due to sin, um, we are in a fight for our lives. Yeah. And in the midst of being in a fight for our lives, like, God's like, God is the one that, uh, that, that, that speaks on our behalf and he will speak for us and he will speak through us. And sometimes we don't have to say anything because like Reggie, I relate so much. And I would even, like, I even would say like, even now, like, um, mm-hmm. like just reflecting over just this COVID season. Okay. Um, and being in isolation and, and isolation in the sense of like, just, just this time where we just have to spend with God. And I know like you're back in school, so you're back to teaching, but it's still not normal. Like you, like you're, you're teaching from a computer. Like, you know, it's it's different. (laughs) Like there's still levels of freedom and there's levels of, of time that we can spend with God. But for me in this season, I think where I've been challenged is that, um, Like even looking at friendships different or even the communication around friendships different. And Mm -hmm. then this is where like the vindication or just God, like God knows what's best. Like God knew that we would be in the middle of COVID. God knew that he would want time with us exclusively. Um, But I think for me, sometimes the challenge is like, Lord, don't do this again. Like we were just here. (laughs) Like, like, don't, don't, don't. (laughs) sometimes i just have to laugh at myself because i'll be like like to the world sometimes i'll be i'll be feeling like i'm scatterbrained but then when i go back and listen to these things it's like no girl you're you're making a point
0: so Um, i don't yeah
1: but in the midst of God vindicating, I think it's also important to go into this, um, this space and kind of talk about just how rejection can sometimes pervert how we think we show up or how we think people perceive us because of whatever mm-hmm. we have experienced. We think because, um, let's say, eh, in a moment where... Lord, help me, because I really am sounding crazy right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you got um, In a moment where, you know, the world is on pause. And maybe I, I'm supposed to, maybe the thing is I'm supposed to bounce this back to you and not uh, take this uh, question in for myself. So let me do it. Oh. Um <laughs> So in this, this season where you have discovered the power behind your voice and you, um, are recognizing how you show up, like, how do you deal with some of those toxic thought patterns that try to re represent itself? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, does that make sense?
0: Mm, yes. Kind of, sort of.
1: Like, how do you, um, not allow yourself to fall back into some of those negative ways of thinking, um, thinking when it pertains to showing up with your voice and just showing up in leadership roles um, or showing up when, you know, like, like how do you not take it personal when you're supposed to be in the back in a season instead of the front?
0: Mm. Wow. Wow. Um, That's a good question. Sheesh.
1: (laughs) I was trying to get it out. Oh my gosh, where are we going with this? That's a
0: good question. (laughs) Um, Wow so i so i'll say this and i'm i'm not even sure if this is gonna actually answer the question or not um but i think more than anything um getting up every day and going into whatever god has called you into in that particular moment um you have to do it um blindly and let me let me not say Let me explain that. Um, So when I say blindly, I mean, you can't have feelings about it um and you know you know how when i say blindly if you're if you're unable to see something there there are a lot of times where you can't feel any type of way about something right so if you're in a given situation and you see something happen over here um and you and you're like hey you know that's injustice that is that's wrong i'm not sure why that even happened to that person right but if you can't see that then you can't have any emotions you can't have any emotions about that so um the what the reason I say blindly is because, uh, you have to look at this thing, uh, the way that God would in this particular instance. And it's hard. Listen, it's difficult. I know I struggle every single day, every hour on the day. Listen, it's a struggle, but the more that you do it, the, I won't even say easier it becomes, but, uh, I guess, the more okay you are with it. It I don't think it ever becomes easy, but you just get to the point where you say, "Hey, this is what I have to do." Right? Yeah. So, um, I I guess that that's going to be my answer. I'm not even sure like I said if that answers the question that you that you No, uh, I think,
1: I think you did a good job. I think I then, you know, just hearing your perspective on it because I I mean, you guys, I'm moving blindly right now because I have for me, you have this idea of what you think it should be, and then mm-hmm. God is just like, "Yeah, no, like yeah. this is where I need you to go." So, whoever is listening to this, if this is resonating with you, like, please, like, you can message me on Instagram and let me know if this is an area that you're processing through. I really feel like this conversation is for somebody specific. Not even trying to prophesy, but if you feel <laughs> like it is, please message me, and then I can connect you with Reggie, um, that so that he can be a mentor to you. I, I feel like it's a male. And I I was talking to David, um, in his episode, Reggie, where I, I have learned like my audience is not just females, um, yeah. which is wild to me, but that's a whole nother, you know, conversation. <laughs> but, um, with that being said, just to kind of recap um, before I continue to ask Reggie some questions so you guys are are following along, but the, the whole point of today is to talk about using our voice, to show up with our voice, um, to check our perspectives, and sometimes checking our perspective and and using our voice means to not use our voice at all and yeah. relying on God and the people that God has placed us around to speak on our behalf. And it's it all goes back to the the Identity, which Reggie led with in at the beginning of this conversation, is that you have to know who you are because when you know who you are, then you can speak or not speak and not take it personal. Or you know when you need to speak because there is a message that God needs you to speak, and you're not allowing fear to stop you from speaking. And it goes back to even the conversation that I had with Jaquan. If you guys listen to that episode of Balance, and I think the, the term Balance works everywhere because there has to be a balance there has to be a balance of when to speak when not to speak how to speak tone tact and timing when are you speaking why are you speaking and to whom are you speaking will dictate how we um show up but like reggie has there been and then there's such thing as like abusing our voices um And not like you can look at abuse of our voices in the sense of like yelling loud and not taking care of our vocal cords. But when I say abusing our voices, I know for me, um, I've never, and I have this reflection point, Reggie. Um, I've never had this problem with being seen. Like I've always felt like I was seen. Mm -hmm. I just not, I didn't always feel like I was heard. And because I didn't feel like I was heard, I would use my voice, um, in just disrespectful ways like i would you know again going back to the point of like i would tear people down or i would um just be just just, just abuse my voice like i always felt like i had to be heard like you you got to listen to what i have to say cuz what yeah. i have to say is important when really it's not like i'm just i'm just i was just I talking me. to talk but what like have you had to overcome any areas of abuse with your own voice
0: um for me, uh, I mean, if you guys know my demeanor, <laughs> it, you know that I'm a fairly chill, easy flowing, go with the flow type of guy. Um, so as far as abusing my own, I don't I don't know if there's ever been a time where that has taken place, to be honest. OK, yeah,
1: which is interesting. I wonder if there's even a dynamic like just between men and women, um, when it pertains to how we use our voices or how the culture has taught us to use our voices um so i i'm i have a one follow up question um it's not pertaining to this so one of the things i've been doing at the end of the interviews is using the we're not really strangers card game to kind of ask a question okay. that just kind of helps us understand more of you and just um because I think the the whole point of this and the whole point of the showcase uh, to whoever is listening is to show you that vulnerability is important and vulnerability mm-hmm. looks different in different capacities. And I hope like, even on this conversation, um, that you realize like the power of vulnerability, even in our discussion, because you can come into a situation thinking it's supposed to look a certain way, and it Listen. pivots correctly. But if we allow the shame and the guilt to get in the way or the fear, I would have been cut this uh, episode off and be like oh, Reggie, we gotta <laughs> we gotta run this back. But I think there's like an an authenticity and a and a realness to being able to just see how we still go with the flow, even when we stumble even when we mess up when we're using our voices so let me get to the point um let me see which question would be best they're they're all so good um what is one thing you are currently working through that others don't see
0: Mm. who okay (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, vulnerability. Amen. Amen. There we go. Uh, (laughs) So, um, one thing that I am struggling with and still working through is comparison.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's something that, um, it has, it has hindered, um, movement, um, but it's also motivated and it's awkward Um, because you know how you, you know, you'll go to church and you'll get a word and that word is something that's consistent. Right. Right. Um, And you're just like, why am I not there yet? But you see people who are younger than you that are there, Mm -hmm. or you see people that you grew up with that, you know, You were like, oh, yeah, I'm ahead of them. But now they're they're that person. You know what I'm saying? So um, comparison for me is really something that I have been working through. Um, And it's funny because we were having a conversation like this the other day um, about how we feel about wanting to get there, that place where there is. (laughs) Um, And then it's just like um, somebody said there was like, you know, there is not really a place that you can get to. Because if you understand, you're going to basically be growing throughout your entire life. Come there on. will never be a point where you get to a place called there where you have, you're just that person now, right? You know right. everything, there's no more growth. Like, so in that particular instance, it was just like, there's no reason for me to be stressing to get to a place that doesn't exist. Come on. So.
1: And that's come, you combating the lie of comparison.
0: Yeah. So it's just like I'm I'm trying to get somewhere, but I'm looking at someone else's somewhere that's not particularly uh, particularly mine, right? So I'm like, oh man, you know, John John is doing this thing now, and he's only thirty, and I'm thirty one, and like, what am I doing? You know what I'm right. saying? Um, so if it if it's one thing particular that I'm really trying to grow through right now, it is that that idea of comparison.
1: Amen. Well, I. Listen, I truly appreciate your willingness to be vulnerable because that is. Listen, it's not a it's not an easy thing, and it's so interesting. And uh, I I'm just so grateful. Like we, clearly, we all have like we're right now. We're all serving the same God, and there's one spirit. Because um, in the conversation with David on the on his episode, like this was kind of like something we we talked about and it was like there's like this point of arrival like yeah. we're all so pressed to arrive when really cuz his thing that he's that he is um where he was is or is is learning how to enjoy the journey now yeah um and it and it's now 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 yeah. like now and so it's interesting because i wrote this the other day um cuz i'm challenging myself to write a, a small poem a day And it says, I spent my entire life running ahead of God. These days I will not. And then I go on to say, friends be encouraged. We're doing enough. We aren't behind. We can't miss out on the promises of God. We we are rested in his presence because he is the promise and the enemy is not God's equal. Just amplified white noise. Let's Mm -hmm. not get distracted and continue to submit to the process. We were created for such a time as this and pressure births purpose, but don't push prematurely. And Mm -hmm. as you're talking about uh, comparison, I mean, I I relate so much um, because comparison comparison and perfection comparison and being a perfectionist are definitely two things that I constantly have to to push through because you you almost feel like you you're missing out like oh my gosh like God like I don't like you know we cry like I don't want to miss out on your promise God it's like how can you, when his word says "To trust in him, lean not into our own understanding, acknowledge him in all our ways, and he will set our path straight yeah. and if we're moving and operating from this space with God um, Yo, this is so cool because I'm kind of recapping all the episode themes. So if we're moving and operating with God and we're going through the healing process and being real about our current circumstances and what we're currently facing and recognizing that friendship is needed, community is needed to grow through this process, then we'll discover the power of our voice and how to not allow fear and shame to hold us back or comparison.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yo holy spirit i thank you that was really cool
0: <laughs> that was good
1: because those are the those are the themes of the the last few episodes
0: <laughs> so good so kind of
1: like you guys did with the show must go on <laughs> i know right
0: oh uh, that was so good i i really thoroughly enjoyed this year's show without a doubt
1: dude like it was it was definitely game changing and i think um what was also freeing cuz and and we talked about it but just so people can hear because i i think sometimes we we glamorize leadership in the aspect of, or we glamorize a stage not understanding the responsibility that leadership actually carries because mm-hmm. if you're going to stand on a platform then there's a responsibility of people that are going to follow but yes. i think that it was this show was freeing for me because there was nobody in the room except us yeah So we didn't have to move based off of uh, emotions or we didn't have to move based off of what we were sensing or what we had to dig through. Like God was able to meet people in their homes where they were and wouldn't and didn't allow what they were feeling to move us in the mission that he had called us to operate in.
0: Oh, yeah. So good.
1: So that was definitely um, my takeaway. but dude i do appreciate you thank you for joining me oh yeah
0: thank you for having me this is always it's always a pleasure to be a part of this without a doubt
1: and i will continue to joke and laugh because i mean last the last last season was so funny like just (laughs) trying to navigate mics and you know, have <laughs> thorough conversation listen. but and then even just knowing like we can record on zoom is pretty dope slight plug this is no. not sponsored uh nobody's sponsoring us but i mean if y'all want to if y'all hear this and you like come on. oh let me throw a little come on come on
0: and support <laughs> listen
1: we will not say no um but you guys i thank you guys for listening oh wait reggie how can they connect with you
0: (laughs) oh so uh you can find me on instagram at that guy underscore pate and on facebook at reggie pate
1: yes you guys if you are looking for um especially to my fellows. If you are looking for somebody to keep you accountable, if you're looking for a healthy man who is moving and operating within the space of excellence with his relationship with God and and in his marriage and in his career, like Reggie is definitely somebody I do encourage you to um, connect with. I know we are in a season where we need that accountability and there's a lot of exposure happening in the body of christ but the time is now the time is now to connect with what you need so that we as a collective or like whoever it is that you need in the moment that god is going to use can help you to get to where you're going so um, he's definitely a resource he's definitely a resource do not let this moment pass you by holla I thank you guys for listening to today's episode. And I'm hoping that you have a journal, that you've taken some notes, that you reflect and process through some of the things that we discussed today on how you can show up with God. I would love to stay connected with you. You can follow me at underscore Janae Carly on Instagram or just visit my website, JanaeCarly.com. Holla.